Hello and welcome to another edition of Slowly Going Mad, episode 7. What you're up to, it's been a little bit of a break, uh, a longer break than we have usually done, about 10 days now. Just been busy, haven't had time uh, to sit down and record for you. Um, but we're back, and the boys are back in town, Thin Lizzy. Um, maybe better than ever, I don't know, probably the same as it always is. But uh, first things first, I want to issue publicly an apology to you, Ben. Uh, last week, or last episode, rather, I went off on a rant um, uh, regarding Kevin Spacey. And first of all, I will not back down over the Kevin Spacey stuff because I still think it's uh, a joke. Um, all this crap. But 15 people have come out now and accused him, just by the way, 15 people. Uh, nope, no evidence, no proof, but we won't get back into that again. All 30 plus years? Uh, uh, majority, yeah. Uh, well, 50, 30 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, not not a week ago or right. a, yesterday or three days ago. Yeah, like, you know, a quarter of a century ago. But that's another story. What I want to apologize to you about is um, – the language I used was way out of my character, and I think I left you a little bit um, lost for words, stunned, baffled, almost like, who is this guy? It was almost like I um, was uh, tr transformed into somebody else. I was so vexed and heated at the time. So that was uh, – I don't see that happening again on my, on, on my part. But I don't know how that affected you or or what. But I mean, I sure was. I, I sure was taken, at least for a, a quick minute there, when you about the fourth time you said that they were these little bitches. Yeah, you know? yeah. I normally don't uh, swear that much, um, but that uh, something that like that just got me. I don't know why it was a. Got me revved up a little bit, a little heated, if you will. I think it was a reasonable thing to get angry at. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I just it didn't. Um, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really understand it, and so uh, I kind of went off on a rant um, and went out of my character in saying, uh, swearing like I did, uh, and so. But I mean, as far as what I was saying about. Oh, I'm I'm not apologizing or backing down for that because uh, I well, I meant what I said. Right. So, but as far as the um, language used, the language that I was tossing around, not once, not twice, not three times, four times, that was that was a, a little bit out of my character in front of my own brother, and so therefore, <laughs> I will issue a uh, an apology to you for scaring you, shocking you. If you will, that's on me. I accept your apology. Okay, man. all right, thank you. I truly do. Okay, thank you. I yeah, I didn't think it affected you that much. No, but <laughs> but it's yeah yeah it's kind of this apology is kind of more of a joke than anything I guess. But. I've heard worse. Oh yeah, yeah. From not from me. No, not from you. No, but you have heard worse. Though. Oh yeah. Much well, I'm yeah, I'm sure you have, but for me. That that language wasn't wasn't me, and so, but it's over now. I thought that I thought that language was strictly for, you know, what happened to the days where 
language, like swear words, was a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like nowadays, just parents aren't as, you know, stringent, strict about it on language. I mean, it's not too big of a deal. It's not, I mean, I think it's still, um, I think you could still, I don't know. I I think it's still kind of looked the same. I mean, I, the same. I guess it's not too big of a deal. It's not like robbing someplace or something like that, but. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I would still say that it's definitely language thrown around around uh, older folks or stuff like that is still looked right. at as very um, disrespectful, if you will. Sure. But I, I well, I, I can see your point though in saying that it's kind of watered down a little bit. Right. Language seems like the f bomb is thrown it like it's just like the word the now almost, yeah. you know. Whereas it usually what you used to hear that you're like, what? what? Yeah. He just said that. What? Now it's not as uh, big of a deal. How you got out? It's just yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I, I don't mean, think. I mean, like, like the Christmas story, for example. I mean. Sat there on the toilet with that bar of soap in his mouth <laughs> for a long time. Just go, oh fudge! Yeah, Actually, I didn't say fudge. I said the mother of all bombs. Do you think that is the greatest Christmas movie ever? That Christmas story? No. Because I got to be honest, I think it's way overhyped. I think it's way overrated. Uh, it doesn't do much for me. I'm more of a Christmas vacation man, uh, Home Alone guy, um, those types. But yeah, the Christmas story never did anything for me. I li- I like the Christmas story a lot. I know you do. I, I yeah. Like do I think it's the best? No, no. What would you say is? There's not a lot of Christmas movies out there. Uh, you there's a ton of them out there. I mean, that are actually actually worth a damn watching. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe. There's some good ones. You know what do you have? You have Christmas Story, uh, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone. Home Alone 2, uh, Elf, Elf, um, uh, Christmas Carol, cr- yes, Christmas Carol, Fred Claus, Deck the Halls, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus 2, Santa Claus, Claus 3, Christmas with the Cranks, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. I there's there there's more than you than you think. I don't know. This don't Christmas, know. that's a, a, a untapped gem. There, this Christmas. Just kidding, it's not a gem. But it, it is a Christmas movie. Um, but, yeah, I, I, Christmas Story, just something about it. It's just not just not, not doing it for me. Never has. I don't think it ever will. Um, but it just... And Christmas, too. I, I, I'm kind of um, perturbed, I guess you could say, at these companies. It's like... November 1st came, and they're shoving Christmas down our throat already. It's like, Jesus, Halloween was yesterday. And today, all of a sudden, we're into the Christmas spirit. We're into the Christmas swing of things. Um, commercials. Uh, you got Christmas stuff everywhere now. You have – and I just – I think that it's doing more harm than good because by the time Christmas rolls around, everyone is so christmas out of it. Because of all Christmas being shoved down your throat for two months straight, when you think is that a, it loses its uh, when you think is a its same magic, a reasonable time, December first. Well, I always I always looked at it as like the for me personally, the week of Thanksgiving 
like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I think is the day where you can start getting into the into the Christmas spirit. That that and that's always been me personally. When you, that's when you bring bust out the the Christmas music, you know Mariah Carey and Paul McCartney. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. And uh, sorry, my singing's terrible. I know that, but it, that you start watching the movies, start listening to the music, you put up the tree, you decorate the house, all that good stuff. I say you can start that right around the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, I see you already said it. You think that the Christmas tree should be going up on Thanksgiving week? When do you think is a reasonable time to take it down? Well, let me say this: I don't think the tree the tree should go up post Thanksgiving. Well, not post Thanksgiving. I, I, see, I'm just like contradicting myself. I'd say, okay, I, you know what? Just forget that. Christmas tree can go up the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, or any time after. Now, when it should come down, I'm thinking latest. Latest, like second week of January. Okay. At the latest. Because I've heard of people that like. You got those people that you drive around and they got their damn Christmas lights up like April. Yeah. It's like April. There's no snow, and here they are with uh, you know icicle draped lights <laughs> all over their shingles. When's I mean I've heard people like wait until Easter to take their tree down and stuff like that. I just think that you can't you can't <clears throat> do that. You can't. Yeah, I just you, think that's a little. Yeah, you can't wait that long because no. that's just too long for for Christmas. Um, I think it's, you give Christmas that nice, like, five to six week window, and then it's time to wrap it up, box it up, throw it in, throw it in, uh, the attic for the, for the year, up until next, next year comes around, then we do it all over again. That's what, that's what I think. But these people that are doing it way before, or all the stuff that's out now, the Christmas crap all over in stores and commercials and all that. It's too soon, man. It's too soon. Just give it. Just give it. It's like, just give it to Thanksgiving and then start pushing that stuff. Yeah. But that's just me. Obviously, nobody's listening to me. You know? But that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Um, five to six weeks is enough for Christmas. I think that's a perfect window because it captures the magic of Christmas. You don't lose the feeling of it. You don't get sick of it. And then... It's just that perfect timing. So then, come January, you put it all away. You feel good about yourself. Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, you load up, you party, you cut that turkey and ham, you're with the family. That's a good time. That's a good time of the year to be alive. There's something magical in the air around Christmas time. But when this stuff is starting so early, I don't think it's the same. I just don't think it's the same. Because I think it takes away part of the feeling that the Christmas season brings. And that's the last I'm going to say on it. Because I feel like I'm about to go off on a rant again. Last week was Kevin Spacey. This week is Christmas uh, starting too early. So that's it. I'm going to shut it up for for now. All right. That's fine. Okay. All right. Now, The Walking Dead. Okay, we're... Rough transition. Rough to, trend, from very rough. Christmas to dead. My fault. Now, but, are you okay? Go ahead. Now, I'm sensing kind of a rant here. Not as I don't. I wouldn't say it's as big as last week, but it's it's not 
Okay, so it's not eclipsing Kevin Spacey no. yet, but it is close it, to. It might. It's not even. I, I wouldn't even say it's touching the brim, but it might be. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Now you let hate, it rip. You hate Walking Dead. I do not like Walking Dead at all. I watched the first season, um, and I thought it was so boring, so unbelievably boring. And I was just like, "How is this show uh, so popular?" How has it lasted this long? Because um, it is so boring. And the characters are so uh, uninteresting. And it just, it, to me, it just sucks. Walking Dead just sucks, man. I, I, I can't do it. When you look at other shows that are in, like, the same realm of, like, storytelling and story arcs and long running um television shows that are almost on the level of movies if you want to say so you're looking at like your breaking bads your mad men's your game of thrones your sons of your sons of anarchy i guess you could say your um shows like that the wire sopranos sopranos right the wire shows like that that are more of like a stretched out story, not, story, not like an office, or something. right? They're more um, compelling and uh, interesting. It doesn't hold a candle. It just can't compete. Walking Dead is so. When you compare it to those shows, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, I, to me, I wouldn't say that it's not. It's not even close to a show such as like Breaking Bad or something like that. Yeah, and I thought I used to think that. I, I I thought it was it was still good, yeah. All right, but my thoughts have been changed. Have they? Why uh, why have why the sudden um, transition? Why the sudden change of opinion? Well, because the new season just started, season eight. Okay, let them have it. Let just right. let it all out. So let me explain what's going on. Spoiler alert, but basically Negan. As is now, they've, the war has started between Negan and Rick and the fellow survivors. And so Negan is uh, the villain. The villain. The okay. Bad guy. Yeah. Okay. And and you know, you would think that such a war, you would you need you know power. You know, it is so boring. Let me tell you, it is so boring. You don't have to tell me. And these people, it's... I swear to God, they deserve to lose. They are so bad at fighting. Are they? They are worse than stormtroopers at shooting. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what they're shooting at. They just sit there. <laughs> they shoot their guns and then they bitch and moan about them not having ammo. Yeah. It's just it amazes me how how stupid. And you know they're flipping out over six zombies, which are fragile. Now you know they've shown zombies walking into stakes and dying. You know, like, just killing themselves. So they can't be that hard. Yeah. Right? So just take your sword, take your machete or whatever, and move on. They're like, oh, crap, we got to go. And they're, they're wasting all their ammo just to complain about not having it later. Yeah. You know? And the characters have just gotten worse and worse. Yeah. They're just unbelievably not interesting. At this point, the only people I ever care I care about are Negan and the Tiger. That's it. Yep, that's it. 
So there's a tiger, huh? I care about the bat, the main bad guy, and a damn tiger. That's it. That's it. And now the tiger's dead. Really? It got killed because you know why? Because they didn't kill seven zombies, so this tiger had to die. Why are you still watching this? Because it seems like every week you finish the episode and you you just come up and rant, have a small rant about it. Well, because why I just, are you still? I just feel that I've I've invested too, too much of my time now just to stop. Okay, because you know shows like that's that's valid. Shows that are like you know I end up. Because at this show, it's eight seasons. It's eight seasons. It seems like it's just like a steady mountain. It's gone up. It really hit its peak around season four, five, even six, and just shot down. Shot down with you know just a steep hill when it hit end of seven, uh, eight. Yeah. Because Negan, it kind of like you know it kind of had a little boost up for a minute. Yeah. Because Negan's a cool guy. He's a bad guy. But the way he talks and the way he acts is just, it's its too cool. It's cool? It's cool. He's a cool guy. So there's one interesting character in The Walking Dead. Yeah. It just, uh, I, I, honest to God, I, okay, you've put the time in and the commitment in, but I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how you do it every week with that show. Because like, in a world of Stranger Things, in a world of Game of Thrones, in a world... That it's done now, but that has seen. Or in the world of the Deuce, which is on right now, which is the best show on television, uh, in the a world that has seen the likes of Don Draper from Mad Men or Walter White in Breaking Bad or Tony Soprano in The Sopranos, shows where it's like you're so you you so compelled by this television show, and you're so committed and invested it's almost like it's so so well written and the story is so great and it's almost it's on the level of a movie shows like that are on the level of a movie and then you watch the walking dead the walking dead oh there's nothing going on (laughs) nothing and they just it's just like okay here's an hour of let's just bore you to death for an hour and um, nothing happens, but stay tuned for next week where we're, we're going to bore you to death again. And then the week after, we're going to bore you to death again. I mean, kill a tiger. And then, am I the only one? Uh, I mean, obviously I am because it's such a popular show, but am, am I the only one that thinks this way? You must be. Maybe people are just thinking the same way. Maybe they just think that they've invested so much time in it that they just don't, they can't give it up. But it seems like it should get to a point, though, where it's just like, almost like you just you you'd have enough of it, where you'd just be sick and tired of every single week spending an hour of your your day and getting nothing out of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you watch Stranger Things. I watched Stranger Things season two, by the way. Um, I have two episodes left, and. Um, I think it's just as good as the first season, I'll be honest with you. It's it's that good. It's great. Yeah. But you watch a show like Stranger Things, and it's like an episode ends, and you just want to get into the next one. Or an episode of Game of Thrones ends, and you are just you just sit there for a minute like, wow. Walking Dead doesn't do that. Yeah, especially not anymore. You know, I, I, 
I had each episode just thinking the same thing I thought about last episode. I was like, man, these people deserve to lose. They, you know, these people do not deserve to live. And so that's what I'm saying. It's like, why? Why would you put yourself through that? Okay, you've you've put this much time into it. You've invested all this. Why, but still, though, that aside, why would you still put yourself through uh, this just monotonous, dull drudgery that is The Walking Dead? Why do you do it? I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I, why you do I, it? I will never know. Because I don't have. A, I can't. I cannot give you a clear answer on why I still watch that. I show. mean, I cannot believe you sat through seven seasons and now you're under the eighth season, and it, it's. It's let you down now, what, three episodes? Four episodes? Four. Four episodes, and you're still continuing to watch. Yeah. I'm not trying to pass judgment here. I'm not trying to persuade you to do one thing or the other, but it just seems like you're you're wasting your time. Maybe that's just me. Well, I'll finish this season. And, next and then come season nine, you'll you'll be there again on the couch, well, next watching it, and then finishing it, and calling me and saying, "Oh Jesus, season nine, stupid." Well, next season is supposed to be, at least in the books, it's supposed to be the best part. People say it's the best part of the series. Okay, but what? Why can't season eight be the best part of the of the series too? Well, it's like know. why why wouldn't you want to? Why wouldn't you want? to elevate your show to be as good as it can be. You know? Uh, like, let's just settle for dull, bland, boring. Uh, can't wait for it to be over. Once the credits roll, I've just forgotten about it. Uh, is that okay? Are we settling on that for good quality television? In the golden age that we are in right now of television, we're going to settle on Walking Dead? No, I mean... Do I agree that there are a lot better shows? Hell yeah. There are a lot better shows out there. Like you said, Stranger Things. Yes. All right. But I, there's something intriguing. There's something still holding on. Okay. I, that's fine. Again, I, I don't. you can do what you want. I don't really care. It's, it's your life, your time. I'm just, uh, after that season one, I was just like, wow, this is, this is what has taken the world by storm is this show. This show? This ain't Sopranos here, okay? This ain't Mad Men. This is Walking Dead. This is a show that is just taken off and everyone's watching. Come on. We can do better. I feel like I'm ranting more than you are, and I, I, I don't even watch this show, for God's sakes. And I feel like I've gone on more of a rant about The Walking Dead than you have. Yeah. You kind of let me down. I was expecting a full... I told 20 you twenty minute tirade. I told you it wasn't going to be as bad as the Kevin Spacey. But you said it was coming close. I I thought it was. I mean, too. that wasn't even that was. You're but still there's not there's not even enough to the show to even rant about it. Uh, okay, I mean, you're still kind of on the ground. You're on the ground floor. You haven't even launched yet with the rant. Hey, that's fine though. That's fine. I thought I at least taken off. I don't think you've taken off. All right. I gotta. I gotta admit, I was let down. I was expecting a little bit more from that one. I apologize for that. That's oh, no, no need to apologize. No need to apologize at all. Hell, I just apologize to you. I, but in this case, there's no need to apologize. Well, you said 
You're not done with Stranger Things season two. I have no. I'm I'm on episode eight of nine. Yeah. Um. I just have not had the time. I would believe me. I, if if I had the time, I'd be watching it. But I I finally have gotten a free day uh, today, so I will watch it tonight. Yeah. And finish it up. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about it? I'll keep spoilers out of it. As uh, much as yeah, if you want. If you, if uh, yeah, if you want and to then, talk about it, that's fine. And I, then next week, by you'll be done with it by that I'll time. I'll be done with it. We can have discuss a full discussion of Stranger Things season one and two. Season one and two. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it now. I mean, I only have two episodes left, so yeah. don't say anything that oh, I don't I know. I wasn't going to. But season seven or episode seven, seven of season two. Episode seven of season two. I do not know how. If you're the Duffer Brothers, so this is your show, and you um, read all the scripts for the episodes, you you know discuss the direction that you want it to go. How does episode seven make it past your your desk? Like, how does episode seven get an approval yeah. from the Duffer Brothers it to is be the, made into an episode? It is the worst episode between both seasons. It is terrible. It is so bad. It is terrible. And before that, episode seven. Literally, Stranger Things did not have a bad episode. Not one. There was no, at least in my opinion, there was no bad episode of Stranger Things. Yeah. And then that episode seven come along, and that was forty five minutes of my life, and I, I was just like, "Was that a Walking Dead episode?" The, yes, that is a Walking Dead episode right there. Stranger Things episode seven is a Walking Dead episode, and I was just like, "What? What? What? What was that? What did I just watch? That didn't. It did not have the Stranger Things feel at all." Maybe because it wasn't Stranger Things, it was just one one character yeah. off somewhere else. I spe- yeah, especially for someone who doesn't find Eleven appealing, and I, I'll I'll admit it. I'll I'll agree. I don't find her I, as admitting as cool or whatever as people say she is. I don't think Eleven and, is interesting in the slightest. And a whole episode with all these random freaks, you know, <laughs> it's. And it did nothing to advance the storyline no, or anything it either. It just was like, uh, okay, here, yeah, why don't we spend an entire episode, um, uh, you know, talking about or not talking about, but showing. showing. You know, I would have been, I would have been fine if it was like, oh, Eleven's in Chicago with this one Indian broad, but we're gonna focus on Hawkins and just flash back. So right, if you gave me like a scene or two of Eleven. I, it would just be like my reaction to it would just be the reaction that I is always with Eleven uh, anytime oh, she's on screen where it's just like, oh, all right, Stranger Things, you know, there's a theme song. Okay, here we go. Oh, Eleven. Okay, well, all right. All right. Oh, here's Mike and the gang. All right, here we go. Oh, awesome, awesome. Oh, there's Hopper. All right. Oh, there's Joyce Byers. Oh, there's Radio Shack Bob, my man. <laughs> and then, oh, Eleven again. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. She's stuck in the cabin. Okay. Uh, yeah, she likes Eagle Waffles. Great. Uh, oh, it's Jonathan and Nancy. Hey, all right. Steve's in the mix. Yes. Steve. I like Steve this season. This That's my guy this season. Season one, I wasn't a fan. Season two, though, I'm liking him. Yeah, Steve. All right. My man, Mad Max. All right. New characters. Okay. Okay. Oh. Oh. Eleven. Perfect way to end the episode. Oh, wow. She's out of the cabin now. Oh, she's walking through the woods. Oh, she has a vision of her mom. Oh, her nose bleeds. 
Wow. Wow. Interesting. Interesting character. Mysterious stuff happening with Will Byers and aliens and uh, everything going down. And we don't know what's going on with this upside down world. And and Hopper's trapped underground. He's in these vines. And Joyce is trying to figure out everything that's going on. And Mike and the gang are Dustin. Dustin's got this weird creature. Uh, Lucas is falling, uh, falling crushed and falling in love with Mad Max. This is great stuff, man. This is this is life right here. This is this has got heart. Oh, I love it. This is what Strange Things is. Oh, I love it. 11 one more time for the episode. Wow. Oh, back in the cabin again. <laughs> Flipping the television uh, knob with her mind. Oh, nose bleeds again. Credits. She's not interesting at all to me. No. Not at all. What about the scenes in the cabin where it's both Hopper and Eleven? Those are better, yeah. yeah. You know, even... The actress Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven, she didn't like the ones where it was just her. She, no, she uh, loved the ones where it was her and Hopper. Yeah, because I think it's I think it, that I like because I think it's kind of cool to see these two like they've formed a relationship right. with each other, almost like a father a father daughter, kind of like adopted her. Yeah, in a way, it's kind of like a cool. He's like her caretaker now, her guardian, and um, I think it's kind of neat how watching that aspect of it, seeing how. He's trying to get her to become a a girl like that she is. You know, she's not a um, an experiment. She's not a uh, a science project. She's a she's a girl. Right. And it's kind of neat to see that she's missed out on a lot of stuff, and to see him now, uh, you know, trying and working and right. taking care of her and trying to help her. Just become a normal kid. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I, I do like that. I especially think it's good for Hopper since he lost his daughter. Yeah. You know. Yep. I think it's good. Yeah, I, I think Hopper has definitely. It's it's nice to see. You know, season one he was a a, a drunk, and uh, you know, kind of a bum. Yeah. And it's kind of neat to see now he's really progressed into somebody totally different than what he was. A much better person yeah. than what he was in the, in the first Especially season. Especially with, like, Will Byers and Joyce. You know, yes. I think their relationship is really now, strange. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think, because I, I, I don't know why, but do you think that, well, maybe, uh, do you think that, like, there's some, like, romantic sexual tension between Hopper and Joyce? Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 I think about that a lot in, in um... Mm. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think about that quite a bit when I'm watching that show, and it's just like yeah. there's obviously something there. Yeah. I think that there's there's jealousy when she's with Bob, with Bob, Radio Shack, Radio Bob. Shack Bob, <laughs> who is a great character, by the way. I mean, and casting Mike uh, from the Goonies, Sean Astin. Yeah, Mike from the Goonies was a uh, a great. Uh, and David from Encino Man. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, think right. I, I think that was a great casting choice because I. I I got to be honest, every scene he's on, I just, I love. I think he's such a great uh, character just because he's so dorky and he's he's trying so hard to uh, get the Byers family to, uh, like you know, like him. Yeah. And it's when just, he walks into the room and he picks out those movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I just, I think he's such a great character. And because um, it's like they're, Will and especially Jonathan, they're like so totally not 
digging Especially it. Especially so, Jonathan. Yeah, they're just not buying into Bob at all. And I just think he's and it just he's trying so hard, and he just and he he just comes off so dorky, and he's failing at it. I think it's such a great character. I think it's such a great casting choice with Sean Astin, and yeah, I just I I love Bob. But anyways, you were, you were go, saying. Um, about the jealousy when oh yeah I think there's a lot of like tension and when then when Hopper's smoking the cigarette and then they bring up when they were shoot you might have not seen that uh are they when they're at the table kitchen table yeah 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 yeah. that's an early episode yeah when they're smoking together yeah Yeah. and they say and then they rehash that story when they're underneath the stairs and the teacher catches them and they run away yep yeah yeah back in high school that's a nice moment it's almost yeah i that was a nice moment so there definitely is maybe some oh yeah some definitely uh, I, but romantic the, I've interest heard, i've heard people say that episode seven as much as me and myself you and myself both think it's the worst episode it's a walking dead episode as you said people still think that that's the most important episode of the damn season episode seven yeah why because they think it it opens up things with eleven, and opens up that there might be more kids. You know what they got in the numbers. You know that Collie or whatever her name is. The yeah, idiot, but we knew there was more. Eight, and then eleven's eleven, obviously. And then opens up. The only thing that I could ever see was maybe Doctor Brenner is still alive. That's the only thing that I could. That'd be the only. Maybe the Demogorgon didn't. That'd be the only uh, thing that you could um, point at with that episode, I guess. But we knew that there were more kids, though. Right. Because in the season one, you saw her, her flashbacks. Yeah. And, you you know, you saw her, uh, um, yeah, in, in her, her dreams and everything, what uh, what she experienced. You know, I re- so we knew that. Uh, you know, some in the first scene, but especially yeah, this, I get a lot of 80s. I mean, obviously, it is the 80s, but I get a lot of like 80s movies vibes from this this one yeah a lot do you yeah see and i you don't you don't know yet because uh, spe- uh, there's a big one and well don't tell me and see in the last two episodes there's a big don't tell don't say anything i'm not gonna say a thing yeah i'm not gonna see what movie i'm thinking of. i maybe. mean season one i think that was part of why i loved it so much but season one was like it was it was everything that made the movies of old uh, of that time so great because it was kind of like it was E.T. meets The Goonies meets um, a little bit of Jaws in a sense yeah. meets um, uh, meets Stephen King novels. You know, a little bit of Stephen King mixed in there. All that and mixed up into what we get, Stranger Things. And those are – stuff like that is what I love. You know, Jaws and, and Stephen King and that's some of my favorite stuff. And so I think that's why I love it so much, and um, I just love that they continued that same feeling, because again, you know, I was worried, I was kind of worried a bit that, you know, with sequels maybe the quality goes down, but with this, okay, I really well. don't, I really don't think it has, and um, I think it's just got, it's as good, if not better, to be honest. And I honestly, I think the reason that I don't think that they're at least equal is because of episode seven. I think I think that's so. You're the, saying episode seven alone is makes re- season one just a better, bit better than season two. Yeah, in my opinion. Wow, it's still a great season, and it's still if episode seven just wasn't a thing, 
They would be equal, maybe even better. I don't even get why it was a thing, though. That's the thing. Because, again, it does nothing to advance the storyline, except for if you want to talk about, like, something happening with Eleven and the other yeah. numbers, which I, I hope to God it doesn't happen, because I'm, I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in Eleven and the, the telekinesis and the moving stuff with her with her mind and all that. It's nosebleed. So if, if we're going to have more of that and more of them... Uh, I'm not. I'm not ready for that as much. Just keep me in Hawkins. Keep me with those kids. Keep me with Hopper. Keep me with Joyce, John, uh, Radio Shack, Bob. Uh, you know, I uh, just keep me with them. Don't give me this. Yeah, science projects and moving things with minds and nosebleeds. What? See, just I, doesn't interest me. And I think in the in the first season it was because they didn't really expand onto it. You know, they just say they. You know, they said. She had oh, escaped she, from this. She has escaped from this facility. Lab. Nobody yeah. knows what's going on there. It's a mystery, you know. She's got these powers. Yeah. You know, she crushed a can. Yeah. No, that's it. She lifted that Millennium Falcon. Yep. Off, you know, that's it. But yeah. But this is just doing a bunch of shit. Break it. She's there's there's I don't know. Uh, again, and I know a lot of people like that's that's their favorite character is Eleven, but. No. For me, she's just not doing it for me. Yeah. I'm sorry. She's just not. Um, and so, and I think because she didn't do anything for me, um, and then they went, turned around and devoted the entire episode seven to her, I think that's why it was a Walking Dead episode for me. Just, just strictly that. Well, what's your opinion but, on Murray? The the doctor? Or, the, I mean, the journalist? Yeah. Yeah, the, the the conspiracy theorist detective guy. Yeah, uh, I mean he's he. I, I guess he's an interesting guy, yeah. kind of a kook. He's kind of a kook, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. What's really got me puzzled too is, uh, and maybe on eight and nine something changes, but seven episodes in, nobody gives a damn about Barb. Still, <laughs> Barb still just kind of. Yeah, I mean John and Nancy are trying, and they've went to him and told him to. They, you know, they've given him information and stuff like that, but still, it's like nobody's. Uh, I mean, the parents. Well, the parents sure are. Jesus Christ, they're giving up their entire livelihood uh, to figure out what happened to their yeah. daughter, which I can understand. You know, you do what you can do for your kids. And it's, and but, it's, it's weird because we like we know as watchers that she's dead. Yeah. And Nancy and Jonathan know that she's dead. Yep. But it's weird that they don't. But I, I wonder. Do you think that? Do you think that Nancy and Barbara were best friends? So do you think that um, do you think that as a best friend and having that relationship, it is the right thing to do is to tell her parents or no? I mean, I just just so they're not living with that uh, unknown of what's happened to their to their daughter or. Am I? Am I just? I mean, I. Or well, should yeah, I just think, continue what they're doing, and, and Nancy should do the same. Just continue what she's doing. I mean, like Doctor Owens said, you know, the less people that know about it, the better. Yeah. You no, know, but even if I was in that situation, I would tell them. I. It just seems like it just seems like it'd be the right thing yeah, to do. It seems like I would have to do that. You know, I mean, yeah, your best friends. Let's say Wally, your best bud. Yeah. Guest on uh, a couple episodes ago. Let's say he gets killed by the Demogorgon, taken into the Upside Down, 
and you know about it. Yeah. You and um, some girl that you uh, have like a weird tension with, i.e. Jonathan and Nancy. Well, actually, you know what? I'll get back to that in a minute. Um, so, yeah, let's say you know what actually happens. Do you? Are you just going to not go to uh, Wally's dad and, and uh, tell him what actually happened? Or are you just going to have him keep on Gosh. just throwing uh, lots of money around in something that will never be uh, I, figured out? I would. As me, immediately as I have, I'm 100% sure that she's dead. Or he's dead. I'm going to him and saying you're going to tell Big Walt. Yeah, interesting. Now back though to the to the Nancy and John. That was that was big. <coughs> that was big. They finally um, said, you know what? I'm sorry, Steve. Which you know, poor Steve. But I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, but this has been building up for too long. The sexual tension between me and Jonathan. And we're finally going to cap it off, right? And you remember that episode six? Yeah. We're finally just going to cap it off and do it to it. Let's get it on. And they finally, I, they finally did it. I was surprised by that because you could, you know that they were uh, interested in each other, but it was always, always like, man, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah, finally happened. I'm proud for them. Proud of them. And happy, not proud. Happy. And what a. What a character trans like transformation between Steve being the dickhead of the school to being a damn cool guy. He's great. Yeah, he's great. I mean, Steve's the I love him. I hated him in season one. Yeah, I was just like Jesus Christ, this douchebag. And now, I mean, I love the guy. Yeah, I absolutely love the guy. I just gotta worry about Billy. Billy, my man, Billy. Now, Billy, uh, maybe he does something uh, on, in episode 8 and 9, but I, I don't know. Billy doesn't really have a, a purpose to me. Besides, Besides being just a being dick. a dickhead stepbrother to Mad Max. And an ass to everyone else. And, uh, yes. He's just, I don't know, he's kind of just like a random character. Maybe he yeah. does more in 8 and 9, don't tell me. But as of right now, it's just kind of like, it's kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll come around, I don't know. But it just, I don't Billy, yeah, he's kind of a... Just, just an odd uh, character to just put into yeah. into the entire story. Now, a character that is one of my favorites, who I feel gets left behind as just not even... I mean, he's, I guess he's a character, but I think he's a very important character. Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark, the yeah. teacher. The, uh, the teacher. Yes. You think, he, you, you think he's a great character? I think he's a great character. I believe he's extremely important. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I mean, I think he's a great mentor to the kids. I think he, he's a <laughs> he's an informant to the kids. You know, informing them about the upside down and the different dimensions of space and time. Yeah, I think he's very important. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. Didn't expect but, that one to come. I just but... I just feel like you know people don't give him the credit that he deserves. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Is he as good as a character as Dustin? No, I mean Dustin. They don't get much better than Dustin. Dustin's a great character. Yeah, everyone's that kid, Everyone is great characters yeah. in that show, with the exception of Eleven to me. With the exception of Eleven to me. Yeah, I think everyone is a great character. Your favorite character is? <sighs> Who's your top three characters? That's tough. Top favorite three. Top three favorite. Characters. My top three, in no particular order: Hopper, 
um, Dustin, and probably Jonathan. Hopper, Hopper, Steve, and Jonathan. Okay. Actually, Steve, I would, I would put up. I, I would, I would, I would put Steve in. Well, I don't know. I, uh, honestly, I don't know if I could do five because I, I, I mean, if I could do three, I mean, because I would definitely put Steve in there. And um, oh, I was doing five. I would do Hopper, Steve, Jonathan, Dustin, and I might just do Radio Shack Bob just because. My man Bob, Bob would make the cut for me too. Top five. No love for Lucas though. Yeah, Lucas is not. Is me. it because he's black? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Lucas isn't bad. He's all right. I, I understand what you're saying with him. But yeah, that's a good list of. Characters. I mean, he's not my least favorite within the four amigos. Who's your least favorite of the four? Will. Will. Come on, man. Give him some slack. He's been through a lot, right? You think he chose to be uh, captured and sent into a different dimension? You think he chooses to have this weird shadow monster's uh, thoughts piercing through him? I don't think so. Cut him some slack, man. Now that there is PTSD. Yeah, that's PTSD. What what was his name again? Tony? Tony Tony Montana. Tony M or whatever the hell his name was. Yeah, Tony Montana. Don't even get me started again, please. Please, don't even get me started again on Kevin Spacey. Because, yeah, 15 people have come out now. No evidence yet. Let's just uh, implode this guy's career. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a show on... This is just a... I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Um, a fair warning to everyone. That's not the right word, but... There's a show on Netflix called Beyond Stranger Things... This is a show where they like discuss well, you would think Stranger that. Things, don't they? You would think that. Don't watch it. It's not good? It's not good. Doesn't it have the whole cast? It does, but it's just like, it's skipping out on characters like Hopper, Joyce, Radio Shack, Bob, people like that. Well, they, maybe but, because they didn't, they choose not to but, be on there. Well, yeah, but they don't even talk about the show. Like, I was thinking that it would be, you know, how they, like, what they liked about the show, how, you know, what was their favorite scene in each episode, you know? No. It's just them, like, I don't know, you have to watch it. So you're telling people not to watch it, but now you're saying watch it. Okay. Watch it, don't expect a lot. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Don't have high expectations for Beyond Stranger Things. The host of it is a kook. Is he? He's a wacky guy. <laughs> um, the Duffer Brothers are on it. Okay, so the creator. So you'd think that you'd be getting some good... The creators, uh, I, I, I don't some know Some good name. knowledge. I don't know his name, but uh, he's one of the directors for a lot of the episodes is on there. Sean Levy? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah. He's on there quite a bit. Interesting. So you wouldn't recommend it, but you would recommend at the same time. No, I, I'm going to recommend watching it. I'm not going to... You cannot come back to me and say if it's bad. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Well, how, if, when, how about this? When I finish the se- the show, I'll check out an episode. Yeah. See how it is. Yeah. Okay. I just don't think it's at least for me, it's not what I expected it to be. Okay, that's fine. It's got a cool intro, doesn't? Yeah. I mean, you can't beat the music of Stranger Things. I, 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 Stranger Things, Stranger Things has the best music, the best music in all of television. Maybe, honestly, God, it's so good. Maybe Mad Men is the only other thing I would say competes with it. Maybe. 
And even then, I, I, it's too good. Stranger Things is too good, man. Yeah. Speaking of Wally, too, our beloved guest from from episode five, I think it was five. Um, yeah, five. He uh, let's keep updates on on Wally because the people have told me they have shared with me. I've gotten emails and stuff that they love Wally. They'd love to have him back on. Really? They say he's great. Yeah. They say he has great uh, knowledge and he's just a all around funny, yeah, interesting guy. Sure. Now, Wally just got a job. Yeah. He just right. got a job. Can we say where he's working? Uh, not. Yeah, you can say where he's working. Down at Kathy's 126 or something like that? Well, no, it's just called Kathy's. Oh, okay. 126 is the address there, All my right. man. Um, he's working at Kathy's. What's dish, he doing there? Dishwashing. He's washing dishes. Kathy's yep. is a local restaurant. Yeah. And he's washing dishes. Yeah. Now, have you ever thought about maybe getting a job? I don't know. I think not you should, I think you should get a job Kathy's. washing dishes with a wall yourself. That'd be a blast. Side by side? Side by side. Yeah. Soaping up plates and silverware. No, I wouldn't want to do that. It's, no, I was I was that while he was telling me he said that he was gonna he started with gloves but he said you cannot you cannot wear gloves no you cannot it's just you have to keep up yeah <laughs> and I thought hell I thought that Kathy's most of the people who come in there are in their seventies are elderly people it's an old crowd yeah oh at least I that's what I thought but apparently these plates are just <laughs> rushing back so I don't know what do you mean by that like he said that he didn't get a break. You know, he was just—he was just like always. Well, okay, maybe it's just busy then. Why would that matter with old people? What? That, See, you don't make much sense a lot of times. What would that matter? Doesn't with, it take longer for elderly people to eat? Not necessarily. And they can just—I mean, they no, not necessarily at all. All right, well, I—I stand corrected. I'm okay, sorry. Yeah, I don't get where you come up with this, some some of this stuff. Uh, <laughs> spilling out. Well, I mean, it was just an observation. I mean, I, you could just say it's a busy restaurant, and that's why he's uh, constantly washing dishes. Because it is a busy restaurant. No, I'm not saying that it's not a busy restaurant. Uh, okay, yeah. It's I, a busy restaurant, this will never... but most of the people are old people. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how he doesn't get a break if old people... I thought old people eat ain't okay. slow. All right, okay. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it just kind of came off... Uh, not correct. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, has he given has he given you any uh, you know little um, information regarding the the underbelly of Kathy's the the back of the house as we say in the in the restaurant biz? He sure has. Um, is it uh, in terms of their kitchen cleanliness, anything like that? No, I don't want to. Uh, no, we can't. You know, go full. Yeah. Uh, you know. A, anti-Cathy's, but let's just, let's just release it. Let's go full Geraldo Rivera and tell um, people who probably don't even know where we are broadcasting from. You want me to um, say what's wrong with it? What did, what did Wally tell you? Well, Wally was say, saying that some of the employees there are not on the brightest of minds. They're not the smartest. Okay. And what really got to me. Again, why would that matter? What do you mean? Okay, I'm saying why would someone's intelligence matter in terms of, uh, you know, the cleanliness of a kitchen? Yeah, okay, fine. 
right? He was saying that. He said that the walk-in is just... The walk-in cooler? The walk-in cooler is not. They got, like, open plates of food everywhere. Like, plates of meatloaf just stashed around. You know? Just not Gordon Ramsay style. Okay, so the the cooler is not clean. The cooler is not clean. And I guess... I mean, I guess, I guess, I mean, I would apparently think that the rest of the cooler's like that. So that's it. That's it. That's, Again, you've kind of I uh, think that's let a, me down a little I bit I think here. that's a pretty big thing. Why? Because they have meatloaf in their walk-in cooler? But it's not wrapped up. It's not, it's not, do you put open plates Oh, in? I mean, not wrapped up, yeah. But I mean, I was expecting, I was hoping for like, you know... Uh, three-month-old beef sitting in there molding over and, uh, you know, it's got larva, uh, you know, maggots. I was hoping for maggots crawling up the walls and stuff like that. I was hoping for grease dripping from, uh, like, running down the the walls of the grill and everything like that. That's what I was hoping for. I mean... I was hoping for cockroaches running across the plates all that stuff. Well, I, mean, I was hoping to just open, just bust the can wide open on on this place. Maybe, and instead, you've given me an open tray of meatloaf. <laughs> That's all I've been told. <laughs> all right, I didn't care enough to. I don't. I'm never gonna go there. I didn't care enough to ask what else is wrong with the place, Wally. You know, that's all he told me. Could there? Okay. Could, I was I'm hoping not, to give the listeners not, some pretty good stuff here, some pretty good I, substance for them to be like, "Ooh, I'm not, ooh, I'm wow!" Not, and they're interested in their beloved guest Wally. And I was hoping for something, and you've given me again. You've given me an open plate and a, a pan of meatloaf that is not saran wrapped. I'm, I'm just, I'm saying, I'm not saying that it couldn't be. All I've been told is there's open plates of meatloaf in the fridge. That's all I've been told. Could there be cockroaches running across the plates? Could there be maggots up the walls? Could there be grease draining down off the seat? There could be. That's what I was hoping for. I was just hoping for something. I was hoping for a guy who's like digging into a, a big pan of ground hamburger and then he's just like touching bread and stuff. I mean, I was just hoping for just down and dirty, just filthy restaurant behavior. And you didn't do it for me disappointed me twice i don't in work one there. episode let me what know. do you want me to do hey, you could you could be coming i don't want to work at you kathy's. could be coming back with some great stories about uh working in the back of the house at kathy's with, with walt with wally yeah but instead no you'd rather you'd rather not i don't want to and work you'd rather just relay uh slurred um stories i'm not an owl about, about you? meatloaf you ask me <laughs> Because I thought you were going to give me something good. I, I don't know anything. Give, I thought you were going to give the people something good. Oh, my but that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Maybe, uh, maybe a couple more weeks in, Wally will, uh, we'll have him back. Maybe we'll he'll give, give us some, some good, yeah, some good gossip, some good dirt. He was saying that a couple. He was going to work again. For- all you gave me was uh, the people who work there are not the brightest. <laughs> okay okay thanks thank you ben that's that's dirty right there that's some juicy stuff yeah not the brightest okay sorry while he, but while he's saying that in a couple weeks he's gonna try to start busing okay yeah so i'll be up to he'll move up dishwasher's bottom rung huh 
See, I think that the, I think personally, being around the restaurant uh, business, majority of my life, I would say that busboy is bottom bottom of the ladder. Or do you think otherwise? I I, I would say that too because you know I, I think that, at least it, like with with uh, dishwashing, you're in the kitchen at least. You know, you're in the belly of it. You know, you're, the dishwasher is just some it's just some guy. The bum has got to go and clean off people's dirty tables, yeah. dirty dishes. That's what the busser does. Whereas the dishwasher, again, he just cleans the dishes. But still, at least he's back in his own area yeah. and is doing his own thing. So I would put the dishwasher above busboy. So that doesn't really make I sense to I. me. We thinks the highest that hostess or nah, hell no server waitress probably a, a cook, either a cook or a waitress for sure. I mean, it's between those two. Uh, I mean, obviously the owner and manager is top, but I'm saying between those two, you gotta. I mean, without the cook, you're not getting your food. You're not getting. You're not getting food. Yeah. But without the waitress, you're not getting uh, waited on, served. They're they're important components. Well, I think I every think, piece is important. I think a waiter or waitress is important because without them, they're not going to cook anything. No. So. Uh, a restaurant has a lot of working parts. And oh, yeah. You kind of need all of them to make the the train run. Even the bus boys, even the bus boys. Yeah. But I apologize for not knowing the inner workings of Kathy's restaurant. Well, yeah. my apologies <laughs> to you. So why would you? I thought you, you asked me. You you really I told you what I knew. You really kind of honest to God let I, I bet you let the people down a little bit because. I say, I'm about to go on a rant that will come close to the Kevin Spacey rant. You literally said that you these people deserve to lose. That's it. And now you said, man, there's some dirt on Kathy's. You ready for this? The people are not the brightest. How dirty is that? That's juicy. <laughs> that's what you gave us. That's, that's it. That's uh, left us disappointed a little bit. Way hungry for more. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, you don't have to apologize. I'm going to apologize because oh. you're putting me down. <laughs> okay. All right. I apologize. All right. I, again, we were just expecting more, I think. That's all. All right. But that's okay. That's all right. Well, I mean, shoot. I don't know. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, information. Anything else you want to babble about real quick? Anything else you I'm want to... I'm just failing uh, them even more. Anything else you so. want to just randomly say and leave the people thinking, what? The hell is that? Why? <laughs> How? What? Why? Why did he say that? I don't really understand. I don't think so. You're okay? I'm all right. Okay. All right, then. Now, what do you think of that uh, ending out show there? The, the stay sane. Do you like that or no, not really? Yeah. You like it? It's okay. I kind of feel weird saying it. It's kind of cheesy. I would say it's a little cheesy. It's real cheesy. I mean, it's not the. I'm not about cheese, man. I'm not trying to be corny. So you think we should just say "see you later"? No, we can do something better than "see you later." Maybe. Um. I mean, "see you later." It's very light. See you later. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I'm just like, stay sane. Why am I saying that? That sounds we're, really dorky. Because we're, we're slowly going really bad. cheesy. Well, right. That's why I was. That's that's why I was thinking it. And after today, you're with your uh, 
Walking Dead and Restaurant Story, I think I may have officially gone mad. But um, I don't know. I, I guess stay sane for now. No, I don't even want to stay sane. Um, well, I, I want to stay sane, yes, but I don't. I don't want to use that as the outro. Still, we're still going to figure this out. But until uh, for now, um, have a week. Have a good one. Watch Beyond Stranger Things. Watch Beyond Stranger Things. Don't tell me what you think of it. Okay. We'll see. Say the last word. We'll see. No. Tell them what you were just just said. What? Watch Beyond. Watch Beyond Stranger Things. Do not tell me what you think of it. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> okay. The girls I used to chase round were nothing but looks. Never cared about the